Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. Today, I wanted to talk about tracking your food. And this is something that I ask a lot of clients to do, not everyone, but I do get quite a few of them to do it. And it's something that I ask all of my Just Get Fit members to do before they calculate their calories or their macros. So it doesn't matter what someone's goals are. If your goal is weight maintenance, if your goal is to gain weight, or if your goal is to lose weight, this is something that is really important. And yes, there are plenty of macro calculators out there and all that kind of stuff. But even as a nutrition coach, I don't use them. And the reason for that is I think it's a really flawed way of telling someone how much to eat because I want you to listen up because what happens if you track all your food and you learn something different. And so I want to give you an example. A couple years ago, I had a client come to me and she says, Oh, Nikki, I'm just not seeing any progress. I'm eating 1200 calories a day. I'm so exhausted of this, you know, dieting and these extremes and restriction and not seeing any progress. And I just don't know what to do. And I said, okay, well, I know you are eating 1200 calories a day, but perhaps we can, you know, double check that. And I can just get a better idea of where those calories are coming from. Okay. So yeah, 1200 calories. Sure. Let's not change anything about what you're eating. Can you just take, you know, the next week to track everything. And so, yeah, it's going to be tedious. It will. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. You're going to have to weigh things out. If you're going to have oatmeal or rice, you're going to have to put on the scale and weigh it, but it's only for a week. Okay. And after that, after that, we can get back to actual life and living. And if you enjoy tracking, then great. But if not, we'll still have this amazing knowledge that we've collected over this week. And from there, we can make some informed decisions about your eating and perhaps you know, I can help you fine tune some things so you're feeling good and not feeling so deprived. And so this client tracked everything for a week. And I mean, it didn't take her very long to go, Oh my gosh, I'm actually not eating 1200 calories. Oh my gosh. I didn't actually know what one serving of, you know, peanut butter was. And I'm like, Oh, hello. Welcome to my life as well. Isn't it devastating to learn just how small the tablespoon can be? I've been there. I've, I've gone through this and this is why I do recommend it to a lot of people. If you are someone who is struggling with disordered eating or has, you know, any history with eating disorders, anything like that. Yes. I would say there are better ways to move forward. You don't need to do this. However, if you are in a good place with food and you're looking to make some changes to learn a little bit more about your eating, where your calories are coming from and figure out you know, why you can't seem to see any progress, then I definitely recommend this. But putting your mental and physical health first should always be your number one priority. And so let me get back to that story of this client after I'm like, I think we got to like day five and she's like, Nikki, I'm not eating 1200 calories. I thought I was eating 1200 calories, but my portion sizes are just not what I thought they were. I'm having a lot of calorie dense foods, which is also probably why I'm really hungry. I'm having one and a half avocados a day. I'm having like two and a half tablespoons of peanut butter and all these little things. And even my cooking oil, I forgot to track that it's adding up. And so 
it's not physically a lot of food or volume for me to eat. And the calories are definitely higher than 1200 calories. But because of these things, this is why I'm feeling hungry or why I'm feeling, you know, that I have to eat so little in order to see progress. And it turns out she was probably eating around an average of 16 or 1700 calories a day. If you took the average over the course of the week. So 16 to 1700 calories is four to 500 calories more than she thought she was eating. So this is where I think taking the time to track as annoying as it can be is useful because if she came to me and said, I'm eating 1200 calories, Nikki, and I'm not losing weight. I need to get into a calorie deficit. Do I cut down to a thousand calories? Well, that would be irresponsible of me. I want my clients to eat as much as possible while working towards their goals, especially when it comes to weight loss. And so the fact that we took that time for her to track everything and found out that she's eating, you know, approximately 1600 calories to 1700 calories meant that when we created a calorie deficit, we started from that 16 to 1700 mark and we cut 15 to 20% of our calories from 1600. And then we worked on volume. We worked on cutting back on certain things and including more of certain things, but we didn't go into a thousand calorie deficit where I'm saying here, eat a thousand calories. That'll help you reach your goals. No, that is not sustainable. If someone comes to me and says, I'm struggling with how much I'm eating now. And I think I'm eating this little, well, sure. I could get you results by having you eat even less, but that is not healthy or healthful. And so this is why I've asked people to take the time to do this. And so example, I recently asked my uh, private Facebook with my Just Get Fit members for those people who have tracked their food for a week or more, what are some of the biggest things you learned? And so I wanted to share some answers because I think these are really honest and true. And sure, I can give you more stories about me and say I related to so many of these things, but I want you to hear from other people. And so one answer was, I learned I was eating way more calories than I would have ever guessed and still maintaining my weight. It was so eye-opening, especially since in the past, I would have just picked a random calorie number to try to stay under. My normal past number would have been basically starving myself. So basically, she's saying that I'm eating a lot of food and I'm maintaining my weight. I'm not gaining weight. I'm not losing weight, but I'm eating a lot of food and my weight is not going up. That's powerful information. That means she can eat a lot of food and just stay where she's at. So if she does choose to go into calorie deficit, she won't be starving herself because she's eating a significant amount of calories, which is great information. All right, let's go to another one. Someone else said my portion sizes were way off what I thought I was consuming. And I was incredibly low on protein. And I was eating way more fat through cheese and avocado than I'd ever imagined. And I think <laughs> it's like listening to myself <laughs> because I was that person where I was like, oh, wow, cheese, avocado. Yes, both those things are my jam. And I learned personally, and I've said this in the podcast where my natural preferences are carbs and fats, and I'm exceptionally low on my protein intake. However, not everyone is like that. And so this is where everyone's answer is going to be different as to what they learn. You might learn, oh, wow, I'm really under eating protein, 
or wow, I'm really overeating this, or I'm under eating period, or I'm eating a lot of calories. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That means I've, you know, got a really big maintenance calories. And so if I ever choose to, you know, cut calories, I can pull from that. But knowledge is power. I was that person who would literally decide to diet and pick a random number from a website. And I would go, Oh, let me just find a meal plan. Okay, let's go with 1500 calories. I found a good one week meal plan for 1500 calories. Let's just go with this. And that information was based on nothing. 1500 calories was ambiguous. It was not related to how much I was eating. It wasn't related to anything. And guess how long those well-intentioned meal plans would last? Maybe a day or two. And I just feel like I'm so hungry. I'm so miserable because the reality is I was eating a lot of food. I was eating probably like 2,500 calories. And so cutting a thousand calories a day, well, yeah, that's going to be really, really sucky in a not so eloquent way. So taking the time to track your food is definitely something I recommend. And like I said, there are definitely people who, you know, I don't recommend this to, but if you are in a healthy relationship with food or someone who has not struggled with disordered eating, take the time, get yourself a cheap food scale off Amazon. I think they can be like $15 or less and weigh things out. You don't have to do it forever. Commit to doing it for a week and do it for everything. If you're someone who goes, Oh, you know what? I'm going to put a little bit of oil on this. I'm going to put some butter on that. I'm going to you know, have an avocado. I'm going to have that cheese, measure it out. And the reason I suggest doing that, the reason I suggest being neurotic for that one week is it can be really eye opening. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in the, Oh my gosh, you're going to find out you eat so much peanut butter. Like I did. You might find out like, wow, that's a really great food to include of because I get to eat so much of it and there's not a lot of calories. So on days when I am really hungry, I'm going to have to remember that that is a great choice or that, you know what? I really like this and I feel like I can't have it very often. I need to really deprive myself of it. And taking the time to sometimes measure it out is like, wow, I can actually enjoy this several times a week. That's a really good portion. And if I'm mindful of my portion sizes, there's nothing wrong with including this. And I think this is where macros was such an empowering experience for me the first time I actually took the time to do it. Because I think a lot of us are like, oh, it's so much work. It's so tedious. Yeah, it is work. But I put that work in and I found food freedom. I don't track my calories anymore. I don't track my macros. I don't weigh anything, but I use what I learned during that time in my life to make informed decisions, to make sure I'm getting enough protein, to make sure I'm actually being mindful of portion sizes. So I can eat foods I love every single day. And so if you are someone who is struggling to incorporate foods they like, is feeling they can't eat this, this is a good food, this is a bad food, this can be a really eye-opening adventure. Yeah, a tedious adventure, but a worthwhile one. And then my suggestions on actually how to calculate your macros and everything, all of that is in my members area. I have 
two different ways to do it. One is a PDF version and one is a video tutorial where you come with that information of what you tracked for the week and we go over everything. I walk you through step-by-step step on how to figure out how much protein, how much carbs, how much fat, and the actual calories you need for that. So if you're interested in learning how to calculate your macros after tracking for a week or how to calculate your calories for your goals, whether it be maintenance, fat loss, or gaining weight, you can go to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger. And you can learn everything there and how I would actually help my clients calculate their own macros, how to meal plan, actual recipes that I use and how I eat, as well as how I'm currently training at home. So please go check that out. Let me know if you have any questions and you can always get in touch with me on Instagram and you can go to at justget.fit. That's my Instagram handle. Slide into my DMs, ask a question. I'm there to answer. Don't be shy. All right, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have found this helpful, don't forget to subscribe.